0: Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. Oh my God, this is going to be a fun episode today. We've been chatting a little bit and I am super excited. It's like a athens celebrity with us today it's a i feel like i've known our guest even though i've never met him for years uh i've I've watched him shine and rose throughout his career and getting here now he is the founder and creator of peach state light jake welcome to the
1: podcast man thank you chad um that was quite an intro and uh I'll be excited to play that for my wife every morning before I leave the house. So thank you for that. All right. So I'm going to tell you, we haven't talked about this yet. So there is a
0: very distinct memory I have from you when I said, I need to get to know this guy. Like, I want to know more about who this Jake character is. And then I heard you're like starting a beer company and all sorts of stuff. So I think it was your last event. With ESP,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I think it was at the Classic Center. I don't remember entirely. I remember I was having a good time. Sure, we stayed way too late. We we're having fun chatting okay. with people, and there was a scene where I'm pretty sure you were on the table, standing on the table, celebrating <laughs> maybe your last event with ESP that that involved uh, a really awesome scene of maybe. Getting beer poured down yeah. your maybe shirt on
1: shirt off right. uh, chest Is sure. that, does that ring a bell to you? No, it does. <laughs> um, and that's funny that you waited to bring it up. But yes. <laughs> uh, that was it last year. So um, I'd been with ESP, and most people in Athens know the organization they're extra special people. Absolutely, um, for eight years. Uh, I grew up in the organization I worked there through college I worked there post-college it's kind of where I got my chops and really learned a whole lot of about a whole lot of different things and so um, yeah last February was our big fundraiser of the year called Big Hearts I think this past one raised um, you know upwards of um, $2 million oh two it million $2 like, million. It made yeah.
0: like $500,000 in like 15 minutes. It's incredible. That's the craziest it's thing I've ever the, seen. I mean, yeah. It's a
1: truly great fundraiser, but it was my last event. Um, I'm very close with our CEO there, Laura Whitaker, and um, kind of a lot of the college <laughs> staff there encouraging me. So I kind of met, I had a farewell song, and I got on the table, and I'm pretty notorious after having more than two beers for taking my shirt off. <laughs> Um, at opportune or at inopportune times. And so uh, we did it there as well and, and sent it off in style.
0: All right. So it's amazing, man. Like, I, I could like, see it like it was yesterday. And I was like in awe. Like, I was impressed. I was like, I need to know who this guy like I need to know Jake. Um, and I'd heard at the time you were, I guess, through what was going on there, you were celebrating because it was uh, your last, one of your last big events there, I guess, is full time with ESP, right. And you were going on to something and – some other space right. and here we are so did Peach State light did you was that already in the works when you wrapped up there or? no
1: it wasn't so I left ESP um, like I said it was a tough decision and 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 there's still so much love for that organization but my uncle um, my family owns a Modern Body Shop here on the north end of Athens. Uh-huh. Um, my granddad started it in 1972. Oh, wow. So it's a 50-year oh, yeah. business. Multi-generational for, family right. business. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so um, the family runs it, and one of my uncles was starting to slow down a little. He's trying to move towards a semi-retirement. Um, and so the shop needed a little extra support, and I was excited to go and have the opportunity to work with my dad every day. Um, uh, and yeah. so my dad is my, my boss and my co-worker, and... And it was something that I, I think I'll look back and treasure forever getting to work with them. And so um, one of my jobs, uh, the one that takes more hours, is actually um, a manager at Modern Body Shop. Uh-huh. And so that's what I left for. Um, Peach shaped Light, that bug, started about two weeks after the body <laughs> shop. So. <laughs>
0: Uh, a body shop is a great business, but I feel it, like what I'm hearing is like working with my dad drew me to drinking. Maybe, maybe.
1: Well, maybe it drove, Yeah, exactly. Maybe it made beer seem a little more enticing. Um, no, it's just it's such an established business with so such um, set protocols, and it's it's a fine-tuned machine already. It comes in, everybody knows what we're doing. Everybody knows oh, it's what's awesome. getting out. Um, but for someone who likes to tinker and play, it kind of left me with some brain space um, that previously I devoted to an organization, nonprofit that was that always operates in an entrepreneurial mindset, and so I got to kind of use that, and so my wheels really started turning, and that's when I started working on peach shade light. So, really, it's been in the works for um, truly about a year.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, so we're so fresh. So to only be a year old, and, and uh, like we were talking earlier, I, I pulled up the website. Everybody out the list needs to check out the Peach State Light website. It's awesome. And I pulled it up, and it was like locations. And there was like – I thought I was going to see four or five dots around sure. Athens. It was like
1: –
0: like the whole map was red with little yeah. dots. I'm like, oh, my God. So for a year old, this thing has exploded, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's been um, – People have really received it really well, and it's been super encouraging for me. Um, And just gratifying to see an idea kind of come to fruition and then be accepted by people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and so for, you know, we've officially been selling Peach State Lights since uh, September 1. Okay. So that's kind of, you know, the idea starts in March. We made it to our first sale and our first customer, uh, another local business, Golden Pantry. Uh So that was our first account that really put us on the map. They put us in um, about 20 of their stores, which was huge for us and gave us a big vote of confidence. But yeah, it's been really fun uh, to see it kind of taking off and and people getting behind it and being excited about it.
0: All right, so obviously beer is not some novel new concept. There's tons of competitors out there spending billions of dollars did you make the best beer in the world are you a marketing genius like Uh how in the world did we go from this idea
1: less than a year ago to uh, to this business that's
0: suddenly the
1: place So, um, no, neither one of those are true. Uh, (laughs) Well, something's got to be be true here. (laughs) There's some genius somewhere because this is like
0: exploded in no time.
1: The beer is very, uh, it's a high quality, it's a great tasting beer. So that is true. Um, And I can brag on that because I don't brew that beer. Okay. uh, We have a brewmaster who makes a delicious beer. Um, And then as far as Martin goes, um, you know, I had a good idea and we worked, with it, but really the idea of peach shaped light, and um, hopefully, maybe in the photo or something, you'll put up a picture of the can or Absolutely. something. Absolutely, We'll um, have the can, we'll have all sorts of marketing but stuff. But when you frozen. look at it, um, kind of my idea is, I had gone on a road trip, I remember, during the pandemic, and I had about a month off of work, and you couldn't fly anywhere, you couldn't do much, so I just got in my truck, I put a camper shell on it, and I drove across the country. So I was out across the country for a month. <laughs> Great. And I was with my little Boykin Spaniel. My wife was there for about half the time. Um, but I was going through all these places and seeing these regional light beers. uh uh-huh these legacy regional like beers. And so some examples may be Lone Star Beer. Oh, yeah. Famous in Texas. Uh-huh. Texas, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, old Style Chicago, if uh-huh. you're in the Wrigley Field. Yeah. Um, an easy an easy-drinking, easy good beer. Yeah. For their regions. Yep. Uh, Rainier, uh-huh. maybe in the Pacific Northwest, uh-huh. or uh, Narragansett up in the Northeast. Okay, so i never is, heard of that one. Right. You'll have to look out for it. Narragansett is in uh, the original Jaws movie. The, ah. The, the boat captain <laughs> ah, is okay. drinking Narragansett. Yeah. So. I kind of got on this idea, I was like, you know, Georgia needs maybe a, a good alternative to a major domestic brand. So mm-hmm. um, maybe Chad wants a beer and he wants something easy drinking, but wants to get something local. So he doesn't want to get a Miller Lite, and he says, well, I'll just get a Peach State Light instead. And so it's a quality beer uh, made in Georgia, made for Georgia. When you look at the can, it's just very simple branding. It's Peach State Light. It's got a brown thrasher in it. It's got a. I didn't know that was a brown yeah, thrasher. So it's a brown thrasher. Oh, see, yeah, so brown thrasher. Around the around the can, you'll see thirteen stars, which obviously were the thirteenth colony. Yeah. Um, some other little things going on. If you look at those colors, the green and kind of orange gold in it, those colors for me um, are very similar to the logo from the '96 Olympics. Uh, it feels very vintage. Yeah. The can feels that, like, And that's what I look. wanted it to yeah. feel like. And so, really, the whole can is just a call to, like, my love. I love this state. I'm really proud of it. Um, and so, I wanted to make something that people in the state of Georgia could relate to and something, when they open it up, they feel like they're a part of Georgia and they're getting a drink of part of Georgia. So, oh, that was the idea right. behind it.
0: All right. I love that idea. And it really is. Like, it's just, it's like... Simple, classic, awesome. Right. I, I, I've drink it. I've looked at it. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've admired everything about the brand Thank and the you. beer. And yeah. it's it truly is. There's, I mean, it's just it's just beer. Beer. And it's, just it's good, good beer. and simple. And it's a cool can. Yeah. and it, It's different. I guess yeah. it's different. And I yeah. think that's one of the cool things about it. But it still does not explain how you grew
1: so fast. Sure. Like, like was this like a people just dying for this product or so? Again, you know, you talk about what like your genius is. Is it marketing? No. Is it brewing beer? No, I don't even know how to brew beer. It is. Um, I we're,
0: we're gonna get back to whoever you started this storytelling for the first time. Like, I'm gonna start a beer company, and I don't know how to brew beer. But we're gonna right. come
1: back to that. You need to finish telling me how it got so big so fast. I think my um, something I have a skill for is recognizing. Other people and their great skills. And Mm -hmm. so I am, um, I love collaboration. And so this whole beer, this whole community, it's all been about collaboration and lifting up stories and lifting up ideas together with other brands, other, you know, establishments in the state, other figures in the state. It's just all been about collaboration. And really, we've been able to put our foot to the gas because. Um, we're working with other people who are doing really cool stuff in their space.
0: Man, that makes so much sense, and that's really awesome, and really kind of connects back to the stronger business yeah, brand. Yeah, I think that's right uh, in front guys. How do we colla- How do we all get stronger together? Sure. We we're all we're all busy out doing our things, growing our businesses in right. life, and we're not taking the time to come together to collaborate. Right. How do we grow together? How do we learn together? How do we get stronger together? How do we? all work together to reach higher levels of success as a group and that's man that's exactly what you've done that's super
1: cool yeah i mean Um, i love it yeah the you know the beer in particular i mean even when you look at the can you'll see uh brewed uh at steel fire brewing and so that's the first point of collaboration for me so steel fire brewing is a uh, brewery out of swanee georgia Mm -hmm. um their operating partner there, his name is Aaron Mm Biscus, and Aaron Biscus was my roommate in college. And so (laughs) uh, that was the first point of collaboration is finding the right partner. You know, the hoops you have to jump through to brew beer in this state, in any state, are justifiably difficult. And there are some barriers to entry that would have taken me years to get across. And I said, I can do that, or I can just go ahead and collaborate and work with an existing brewery and just get the ball rolling a lot quicker and so that was um definitely without that partnership it would be three years before we even saw peach Day light uh, you know it would yeah, be it'd be that, a while down the road
0: it, that really makes sense i mean when you say collaborations like added fuel to the fire and blew it up sure. it's a, i mean yeah a three-year waiting process it turned it into a Three week waiting right, process, exactly. Ah, that makes sense. I love it. And I love the collaboration piece. All right, now here's where I want to go back to. As as you were talking, obviously I interrupted us there and said, "All right, who was the first person you shared this idea with? It, was it your wife? Was it your buddy? Was it your dad? Here, you have left to work in the family business, right. and two weeks into that, you're like, I'm going to start yeah a beer so company. So
1: obviously, um,
0: <laughs> and I don't know how to brew beer, right?
1: So, yes, my first person (laughs) who has to filter everything is my wife, so she definitely heard it and (laughs) said, okay, give me a thumbs up, said good luck. Uh, And so the second person I went to was my partner. It was um, Aaron at Steelfire. Okay,
0: so you went into somebody with some industry. Right. I said, here's what I want to do, and I want
1: to do it with you. And he looked at it, and I had no – I didn't have the design. I didn't have the name. I just kind of had the idea of this regional light beer, and he said, "Well, we already do a beer. We already do a light beer called College Dropout, and it's a good beer. It's a quality lager." And I said, "You don't quite get what I'm trying to say and what I'm doing." And he said, "No," <laughs> and so we said, "Okay." And so I took, I took that, and I said, "He, I haven't communicated well enough. Yeah, yeah. I, can I can't be. paint my vision yet. Yeah." And so I went out and I worked with some graphic artists. I worked with some. I worked on some of my own storytelling and I kind of built this brand oh. um, and so I went to breakfast in Smyrna where Aaron lives and I said listen this is the brand this is what I'm going to do do you want to do this or do I have to go find somebody else and I took <laughs> him through the whole thing and uh, he said okay let's do this Aaron's also a, a bar lawyer and so oh, wow. he was okay. able yeah. to go ahead and file our trademarks. He was able to do all this those amazing. things immediately. Uh, but what I had to do is I had to do a good job of vision casting before he could say, like, okay, this does make sense for us to brand together. All right. So as a company, that's uh, such an amazing story. Um, I love how you were, like, challenged.
0: Like, all right, this is on me. i got to paint a better picture. Sure. All right. So you're from, from nuts to bolts. You're a year into this thing right mm-hmm. now been way harder than you expected way easier than you expected more fun like more stressful or is it relate on the scale of like expectations yeah
1: I mean (laughs) it's been fun and it's been a huge learning curve for me Uh and what really what's interesting is working with a partner who's been in the industry for much longer he knows what a definition of success looks like and so he knows what's successful Mm. for these for small breweries and what they should be doing and how much they're selling. And so he gives me a good perspective of like hey, we're doing a good job right now. I'm coming in with nothing with no <laughs> background knowledge. And the only people I have to look at are the people in Athens, a creature Comforts or a Terrapin, some of the most successful <laughs> yes. breweries in the country. and I you know I live within two miles of each of them. and so I like get down on myself and say, you're not doing enough. And I have to say, Jake, you idiot! These have been successful businesses for at least a decade, terrapin multiple decades, millions of dollars worth of capital investment. Right? One is one is a tens of millions. One of is dollars a part of, of Miller Coors. One is one of the biggest independent breweries in the entire <laughs> yes. country. And so, when I temper those, it's been very successful. Uh, but having giant, big brothers in your Parking like in your backyard really Which drives you to good keep pushing. Point
0: that didn't discourage you at all. I mean, I, I assume anybody on the outside the was like, "Man, you can't compete with these guys. Sure. Why, are, why are you doing this or trying to do this?" So, I really
1: started looking at you know, the these places. Um, that build innovation in the same industry. And so, you know, Silicon Valley, even though, they, you know, they're down bad right now. But when you think <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, they better, they have a rough 2023. Uh, so sure. Far. <laughs> but all of that innovation's coming from the same sure. place. And yeah. so I think it makes more sense that it it's being bred out of Athens. As a beer for Georgia is being bred from what I think would be the beer capital of Georgia would be Athens. You know, I think some of the best breweries, not just those two mm-hmm. major brands, but, Authentic is my neighborhood brewery. Yeah, uh, Southern Brewing Company has been doing great stuff We're from the beginning. Yeah. Um, academia has a great thing going on. Um, one of the smaller ones in town but has really quality b- beer normal town Brewing. And so this is just a great beer community. And so to me, um, all of that competition and all of those behemoths around me is really what inspires you to do better. And I think... So I do, I think it makes the most sense that Georgia's beer, the unofficial beer of Georgia, is what I want Peach State Light to be, uh, is born in what I would call Georgia, the beer capital of Georgia. Man,
0: I love it. And so what most people see is competition you see as like
1: inspiration absolutely and really it's such a unique angle and way to look at stuff and the positive beer, approach to, yeah well i think and I've, and I've learned that from the beer community all those breweries i named and i wanted to make sure i named all of them yeah uh because they've all been mentors to me ah, i i've gone into all man, those breweries and it. talked to these people i've talked to matt stevens at creature comforts and i've talked to paul skinner at Authentic, and I've talked to Russell Stavi at Terrapin, and I've talked to Eric over at Normaltown. So I have these relationships, and they've been so generous with their wisdom and told me, you know, things to look out for, um, and encouraging. And so that it, it builds, you know, a, a rising tide raises all ships, yes. and I think they they truly uh, believe that as well. Man, I love that so
0: much, and I'll tell you, like. That mindset and that approach is what changed my life in business. I don't. It's I don't know. It's probably twelve to fifteen years in business before I understood that side of it. Um, and it was through like mentors and listening to people that were, have been successful. But switching over and understanding like the abundance mindset versus the scarcity, mm-hmm. the, the competition, the hey, you know, we're competing because we're the right. same. It's like man in business that abundance mindset of we can all do this together. We can right. all, there's plenty of market. There's a lot of there. beer to drink. There's plenty of customers <laughs> out there. Sure. The, the better we make beer, the more people are going to drink right. and the more people are going to start drinking. And right. so how do we work together? And that's, and it sounds like uh, in Athens, that's harnessed pretty well in the brewery space and yeah. the beer space. That's super cool. So yeah, I love that. What's, uh, what's the biggest thing you've learned on the business entrepreneur side of doing this? Like the, what do you feel like is like, oh, my God, this is like the greatest thing i picked up along the way
1: so far? Yeah, I mean, thorough follow-through is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think customers, the beer industry, is, the alcohol industry is just an interesting place in Georgia. It's a three-tier system, and so if I I can't... Yeah, it's like distribution, yeah. and they have all the power, well, and there's I all sorts of I different ways things work. I don't get just work. load up Jake's truck with cases of peachy light and go to your local Pullma Park or... Or All Good or Oglethorpe Garage and just sell them beer. It unfortunately doesn't work that way. Uh, we work with a partner distributor who buys our beer and then sells it to the end consumer who sells it to Paloma Park. or. Does so somebody
0: things. a block away wanted to buy your beer, you can't sell it I to them. I can't sell it to them. God, and so, that's so weird. Exactly. And
1: so what I've learned is um, efficient follow-through. I really have to be thorough in communication. And so if I have a sale because I'll still go into a bar and say, like, I would love for you to try Peach a Light. I would love for this to be on your menu. They say, okay, that sounds great. Well, these guys are also running a business. Yep. And they're serving a, a variety of menu items. Some are alcohol, some are food, some are a Coca-Cola. And so um, I can't hold them accountable to think about my business because they're running their own business. Yeah. And so I try to be as politely thorough with them as possible and follow up with my distributor who knows to get it to them, follow up with them, and 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 take the ownership myself rather than put it on um, them because they're running their own business and they they have their own things to do. And so I, if I just get a fraction of their time, I want to be a good steward of that time so then they'll want to continue to work with me Man, and, and love have a good it. follow through for them.
0: That makes so much sense. So you... And I feel like that's a really awesome lesson for our audience is when you get the yes, you don't just stop there. It's right. the, hey, let me let me follow through. Let me make this easy. Let me make yeah. sure this comes to fruition. Let me take some work off of their plate of right. having to jump through some hoops to remember to do it. And now let me – I've got the yes. That's the hard part. Now let me get this thing in the cooler,
1: exactly. Let me get it in the cooler. Then when it's in the cooler, oh, how do I get people that out? How do I get out? people, I get people, to, people to, to ask for and it and so buy it? How so the job's not even done there? And so the funniest is, <laughs> you know, again because people don't have a full grasp on the the alcohol distribution system in Georgia. But I go into bars and I of course I'm going to buy peach shade light. Sure. And so people look confused. They're like, so you have to buy your own beer. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I do have to buy that. my own beer <laughs> yeah. because, <I'm> supporting, <laughs> because this customer bought it from us, so now I want to support them and buy it back. And so, yeah, it's like, what
0: you can drink it for sits on the dollar oh right. I right. could,
1: but, yeah, I you know, it's all about collaboration and <laughs> yeah. supporting the people who are supporting you. And That's so, an interesting yes. answer. I hadn't thought it about is.
0: that. Yeah, you'd be kind of frowned upon if you walked in with, like, like Cans in your pocket. I brought my you know, own I yeah, just brought yeah. my own beer. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is it, is that, I'm just intrigued now by the whole distribution system and how that yeah. works. Is that ultimately beneficial for you guys or is that something that per- creates a lot more challenges? Is Georgia similar to other states? Is Ge- Georgia it really is. Mo-
1: most states are like that. Some of the states out west have done, um, done some things where, uh, Breweries are starting to get to do their own distribution. Mm-hmm. And Georgia's actually – there's some brewers working on that um, here locally. For me and what our brand is, because I don't – we brew from Steel Fire and Swanee, but we don't have a tap room present. We're we're fully distribution. Okay. And so for me – So everything is canned. Everything. Okay. And it's yeah. sent out. And for me, yeah. the partnership with United – United is our distributor mm-hmm. – is actually great. So what they do – is they cover the entire state. And so uh, we talked about it off, Mike, but you're from Hazelhurst. Yeah. And I looked, and I actually do have P.J. Light in the Hazelhurst package <laughs> oh store. Oh, my God, that's and crazy. And so I could never, like, that's awesome. to make a trip to Hazelhurst, it would be tough. Oh, yeah, for me you got to, gotta, like, get a to truck to run down off, there right.
0: and reorders. And but all with so a
1: partnership, and, again, collaboration, collaboration we have yeah, a great yeah. dis- distributor, and I would say United's probably the best distributor in the state. Um they do a great job of getting our product around. And so it's my job to be generous and kind with my distribution partners so that they, I have, because I want to be forward in their mind as well because they have this, their salesmen are local to their territories and so they have a better relationship with a buyer in Hazelhurst than I do. Uh And so they trust that seller at United. So if that seller likes my product and trusts me, then they'll help push my product. And so... For what we're trying to do and be a statewide brand, um, I appreciate having a distribution program. That's awesome.
0: Man, I bet, too, even going into some of these areas where you're not there locally to have a presence and to help, you know, encourage uh, the branding and the sales, I bet your can really stands out. Because when I think about beer right now or I think about all the drinks out there, can on the alcohol space, they're so busy and colorful and all like – Images and holograms yeah. and all sorts of stuff on there and flashy colors. And then you've got just the simple, classic, yeah. like green and white. Yeah. And just sitting there in the show space. It has a catch. I just think about being in Hazelhurst and going in a store I'm like, that looks pretty simple and cool. I think I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's the brand I wanted to create is something that kind of cut through. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't compete with these really fun— you know, loud art, really beautiful cans, it's hard to compete with yeah, that. Yeah, and um, expensive, I imagine. And it's expensive yeah. and changing. And, and so I just wanted to make something really simple um, and have a brand that could really get caught on and people could start to recognize. I didn't want to change it. And and I have to fight that, to be honest, Chad. Uh, Aaron is a great businessman. He's a better businessman than I am. I'm a, more of a creative... I think about peach like light just like you think about stronger business or a different business all the time. Yep. I'm lucky if I get five seconds of a consumer's day. Yeah. And so when I'm thinking about it, I want to do new brand stuff and have new things <laughs> every day. And my partner says, like, slow down. People haven't even seen it. I mean, I'll show you, like, I'm showing you this right now. I've already made, oh, like, a little, yes. a little bird logo that I want to use for some second stuff. And Aaron's like, yeah, let's do that. But let's sell some beer first. Like, let's get people used to the brand. And so he does a really good job of keeping me grounded. Pulling those reins back. Because I have to remember, like, nobody here thinks about Peach Shade Light as much as I do, and that's okay. And so I have to keep a simple, consistent brand, because I'm only getting fractions of people's day. And when I get that fraction, I want that consistency, and I want them to see it and over and over and that's what they'll start reaching for
0: yeah that makes sense which kind of starts leading me in the direction I wanted to go next is like what's the future hold for Beach sure. State lot is this like a, a one can wonder and this yeah. is what we're going to do forever or is it going to be multiple versions of yeah. beer is it going to be other things are they other like entrepreneur adventures in Jake's future like yeah. what are you
1: thinking right now Of you know we've definitely um, right now you know I think and just talking to you, I know you're the same type of guy and probably the people listening are the same type of people. Um, We're listening to podcasts. We're reading books. We're seeing what people who've been successful Uh have done. Um, I listened to a podcast... With Todd Gra- that Todd Graves was on. It was a uh-huh. How I Built This. With Guy oh, Reyes, I love How I Built This. Which is a Dude, great... that's the first podcast I ever started listening to, and
0: that's what got me to fall in love with the podcast. Right, it's a great like, podcast. I love How I Built This. He yeah. tells great stories. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh,
1: Todd Graves from um, Raising Canes was on. That is a fantastic one. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the guy's name, but I yeah. listened to that one. And oh, so, my God, yeah. You know, he talks about he made this menu, he made this store, and people started saying, like, hey why don't we diversify our menu, start making stuff for other consumers? You said, no, I'm going to make chicken fingers, french fries, toast, and coleslaw really well and yep. stick to it. And that's kind of been my conviction with Peach 8 Light is I don't want to, um, you know, oversaturate my portfolio. I want to do one beer that tastes really great, that is easy for people to conceptualize and understand. And so I've seen in sales that really works. You know, when I go do a tasting with a customer, I'm not bringing a portfolio of peach-shaped beers. <laughs> right. I just show them a can and say, somebody's going to buy this instead of a Miller Lite. It tastes great. It's better quality, and it's local. This is our state's beer. And they taste it, and they say, yeah, that makes sense to me. We'll buy it. And so it's really helped cut through a lot of clutter. Clarity and, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, and so that's the goal. Now, one day maybe we do, you know, we have discussed doing a taproom model where, where people can come experience the brand in person. Um, but right now, uh, we're really focused on just a single good product, you know. People have even asked for kegs, and we eventually will move to kegs so you can get on draft. Oh, yeah, you got to do kegs. Yeah. And we are, but we're really fighting um, – to get people so aware of our brand, and I think so much of our brand is that can and what it, is. it stands for. It is, yeah. You lose the branding, and when as you go soon can. as it's just yeah, a quality beer on draft, a, any like ah, everybody in this state is a, making quality beer, competing with every other. And so, beer out is so there. much more than ah. just draft, Like the good taste, it's it's how people identify with it. It's the same reason someone will drink a Miller Light instead of a Coors Light. They're both. They're both beer, but somebody feels a stronger pull to another Mm -hmm. one, and that's what I want to—I want people to feel connected to P-shaped light and feel like this is like this helps identify me just a little. In the same way, yeah, someone who wears Nike or New Balance that helps identify them just a little bit. It's just a part of who they are, and not in some big profound way, but a really small. Sure. Like, this is the beer I drink when I'm having yeah. fun with my friends. And Absolutely. So this is the beer I drink when I'm playing golf or watching the dogs play. Uh, and so that's kind of – we're going to get to draft, but first I want I want the Georgia consumer to know what we're for. I and that's like a it. simple, great-tasting beer.
0: Which also brings back to, like, what I think when I see the can is it, like, almost just feels like tradition. And it's like yeah. – The tradition is when I I drink this beer, when I do this, you're starting to build that connection. And And that's the
1: goal. And it's, um, I mean, even on that can, I don't know if you've noticed on one side, my phone number is on that can. No way. It is. And that was, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted the people to be able to engage and feel like they know me and can be a part of this whole story. And so that came along uh, you know, I work at the body shop, Yep. and I had a buddy who called me, because I've grown up in Athens, kind of born and bred. A buddy who moved here from North Carolina called me and said, hey, I need a tree guy. Do you have a tree guy? I said, yeah, call my buddy Seth. He owns a tree company. And it hit me. And that was like during when I was coming up with the branding process, I was like, I have a tree guy. I have these guys to call. Like, why don't I just be the beer guy and just slap my number on the side of the can if somebody wants... To know about the brand they can just call me directly and so That's we've had so some great amazing. success for it cole That's swindell amazing. um took a photo with it because he, and he sent me a photo because he tried the beer liked it and he liked the idea of my number on the can so i have cole swindell's personal phone number from that and so it's been it's that just been amazing. crazy it's been a lot of fun
0: that is so unique and outside of the box it's Man, insane. If, uh,
1: <laughs> i would encourage you and any of the listeners to look at our instagram and on valentine's day we posted some of the voicemails I've received, and probably about seven, oh, five, of them, to check out. five of them, five were love, like all great things. But I had a couple real haters, <laughs> and we decided to share that as well, just because it made it fun and it made it kind of true to who we are and, wh- and the feedback that we get. And so, oh
0: my god, I cannot wait to listen to this. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun I, brand. I can't imagine having a few too many. Peach state lights and then noticing the number on the can and be like, hmm, I'm going to call this guy. Yep, it happens. (laughs) It happens. It certainly does. Oh, my God. I love it, man. That's awesome. So, for you, is this something you see that will eventually pull you away from the family business, or do you always want to balance the two? That is
1: to be determined. Okay. Um, Yeah. What's really been great about this is having this stability with the family business. Uh Um, They understand. You know, I left work an hour and a half early today to come talk to you, and my uncle says, do it. I understand. I'm taking a day a week where I work solely on peach shade light. I'm not even in the space at the body shop. And so, um, but I still have the stability of the body shop. I still have a good paycheck from the body shop. And so it gives me a lot. Right now, it allows me to look at peach shade light and continue to build the passion for it, yep. without being too stressed about it. Yeah, you, you know, if I was relying so much for an income on PCH Light at this point, we would be doing draft beer because I could be getting a lot more sales if I was doing kegs and supplying. If I was catering to everything that people were asking me right now, because I was, re, you know, relying on that income, I'd be compromising what I want the brand to stand for. And so I, I'm in a really healthy position. Uh, my brewing partner, you know, they, they have an entire brewery that's successful. And so they're also the same way. We're able to build this in a really healthy way, an organic way, and we're getting to stick to who we are. All right. All right. I love this. I know my opinion of this. I'm interested to hear yours
0: as you've experienced and been through this. So many things we see on Instagram with the business, and there's so much flashy stuff like that with entrepreneurship. It's the sexy thing to be in mm-hmm. new right now. It's like you gotta go all in, burn the boat, you know, you know no plan B's. Right. Personally, I feel is horrible advice, but do you now that you're a year into it, do you value like, hey, I think it's a really smart idea and I value like keeping a day job and then building my entrepreneur venture on the side? Or is that something you like, hey, if I could have done it different. I don't went all in. How, sure. How do you feel about kind of that? Yeah.
1: What? I mean, so at my point in my life, I've got a mortgage. I've got a car payment. I've got responsibilities. And I feel like it would have been selfish to go all in yeah. to the people in my oh, life, to my wife. Yeah. I think leaving right. her out uh, kind of as the sole breadwinner as we're building something would have been a really tough. She would have done it. But it would have been really tough to ask her to do. I think maybe at 22 before, you know, right after college. And I didn't, I could live on peanut butter and sleep on a buddy's floor. That it, It's just different situations. Mm-hmm. But if I had started Peach State Light at 22, it wouldn't have been nearly as good as what I think it is now. I think in this decade, I've learned so much in community building, in collaboration. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really... If you had asked me 10 years ago, I definitely would have fallen into that trap of, like, burn the boats, go all in. Yeah. But now, getting able to live in this entrepreneur world and put passion and put hours towards it while also having some stability, my anxiety just isn't there. Like, I, I, I know that I'm going to be okay, and I get to remain true to what I want this brand to be, and I don't have to compromise on its quality or what it can be. For my bottom line at this point, point. and yeah. so I think long run it'll be a better investment. Man, I love it. I could
0: not agree more. So I didn't recognize it in the early days of entrepreneurship. I was starting businesses, I was doing things, but I had you know I, I have my career and education is in taxes and in accounting, right. and so I had my steady like I got a W two from the tax office I worked at, right. and I got a direct deposit every two right. weeks. So. I never needed my entrepreneur adventures and journeys to pay my bills. And I never recognized until I started starting other businesses with other partners or investing in other businesses, like how valuable that is. Um, Anytime I got into a business with somebody that needed money, especially on a startup that needed money from the business to pay their bills or their business to support their family the business got sacrificed or bad Mm -hmm. business decisions got made. And rightfully so, if I'm stuck in a position where i got to make a financial decision that affects my family and my house versus my business, I'm going to probably choose my family and my house. And so I just saw over and over with partners and with businesses where money had to come out to do those things, and that was necessary it just really handcuffed the business. And right. it, it made bad business decisions, and it sacrificed the ultimate vision and goal of the business. Yep. And um, I feel like that's some sometimes contradicts what we hear and see. Yeah. With, you know, go all in. Yeah, or, I you mean, know, leave your job today and, and go uh, for it. Go yeah, pursue I mean, your passion, hundred percent. I'm like, oh, I, keep your day job. I, right, let's and, go figure this thing out how on goes. the weekend. Right.
1: You know, I really feel like the way we're doing it now, I'm. It's a slower foundation, but it's a much better foundation. It's going to be stronger for the long run. And so, you know, I was really flattered that you said, you know, I've been really impressed with kind of looking at our map, the placements we've already made. And it's been great. You know, if I was working five days a week on this, that could be (laughs) triple that number, but it wouldn't be, I mean, it would still be so much anxiety I'd be compromising so many things yeah. to do it and so I, I like where we're at now because I'm able to we're able to really think through these things and take one step at a time one baby step at a time and that's a much it's been healthy for me and again it takes really wise counsel my partner's wise wise <laughs> my wife is wise because I'm not always—I always want stuff instantly in this instant gratification—and so surrounding myself with people who um, have a little more temperance than me has been really good. Love it, yeah. It's all—I love all the
0: collaboration and then surrounding yourself. So I love surrounding myself with people that are the strengths to my weaknesses. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I know what those are, and I'm like, I need you to reel me in sometimes. So right. Yeah, I love it. All right. This is my favorite part of the podcast. This is where we get to do the max out moment. This is where we really get to share with the audience. If we could leave them with one thing, it could be a tactic, it could be a tip, it could be a book to read. Here is one thing I wanna leave the audience with that they can take away and something they can go out and do or implement or or heed advice from this weekend to change their business or their life. What would you leave the audience? What would be the one tip, the one thing you would leave them with? Yeah, I knew
1: this one was coming, so I got to kind of mull on it. And, yeah. You know, I, I learned a lot at ESP about mentorship and seeking out good mentorship. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I think one thing that you could do this weekend for is look at somebody um, professionally that you look up to. If you want to be an entrepreneur, look at a business owner that you think is doing really cool stuff. Um, look at somebody older than you that you know is being successful in what they're doing. That doesn't have to be the exact same field, but something that you just admire because business, it all crosses over. We're all essentially doing the same thing, even though the products are different, the services are We're essentially, it's working with people and it's maximizing ideas. And so seek someone out and ask them to coffee, lunch, or a beer and just learn from somebody and just have a conversation with somebody who you think is smarter than you, um, Michael Rips, who is one of the owners of Jittery Joe's, uh-huh. is my business mentor. And he's my favorite person in the world, and I hound him about every two months to go get coffee or get a <laughs> beer. And we oh, don't okay. ever have an agenda. It's just getting to learn from a guy who has a successful family, has a oh. successful business, and is a really fun person to hang out with, has done more for my business and career than any, th- any other thing I've done. It's just learning from people wiser than me. Yes, all right, Stronger Business Community. There is your challenge
0: right now for this weekend. Find your work crush. Right now, you need to, before Monday gets here, this podcast gets released on Friday, you have two days to reach out to somebody you want to have lunch, coffee, or a beer with. Ideally, you go have a Peach State Light somewhere to celebrate this. Ask somebody that's more successful than you, that can be a mentor to you, that's somebody you look up to and admire, even if you don't even know them. Reach out, uh, absolutely. ask to talk about business because here's the crazy, no matter what you're thinking or however feel for you are about this, we love talking about business. All of us do, no matter what levels of success you're yep. at, whether you're a startup or you've been in business 30 years and grown multi-million dollar, billion dollar companies, yep. people love talking about business and love connecting with other business owners. So I guarantee you it'll be a yes, no yep. matter who you ask, if you do it in a genuine way. I think that is one of the best max out moments we've ever had on this podcast. All right, yeah. man, I love it. All right, so where do people find you at? Obviously, we know where to find your number at, and yeah. I cannot wait to to check this out and actually like text and call Please. when I'm having
1: my next peach steak
0: yeah. light. But
1: where do people where do they find you at on Instagram? How do they connect? What's the you, website? Yeah, look us up on our Instagram. really fun. We're, we're definitely kind of in that lifestyle brand category. We like to have we're goofy. We're Nothing's too serious. It, it really is just beer. It should be fun. So check us out on Instagram at Pete Light. It's L-I-T-E. Um, and then our website is PeteShadeLight.com. And again, that's L-I-T-E. Uh, you can find where we sell the beer. We've got some really cool merch, um, and you can kind of read some more of the story of what we're doing and why we're doing it man i love it jake
0: thank you so much man for joining us today i've
1: learned a ton
0: I've, i i feel connected in so many ways on uh, so many different things around the business side of things and just kind of shared mindset it's been really cool and i think it's been extremely valuable for our audience and uh you guys y'all go check out jake check out peach state light everything that's going on and go out find a mentor this weekend and get stronger
1: Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Thank you so much for
0: joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us uh, on our website at StrongerBusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you next week.